I got it from my mama. With Beck and Sarge. Looking for a new car for your family? Maitland and Port Stephens Toyota have a proud history and excellent customer service. Expect the best in new car sales, pre-owned Toyota certified vehicles and all your servicing and repairs. NHM, I got it from my mama with Sarge and Michelle filling in for Beck today. Jumping into reviews. We've got so many reviews on Apple and Spotify and wherever you listen and we really appreciate everyone that takes the time to listen to us. Thank you, ladies. Love this podcast i relate to everything these girls talk about also it gives me a heads up on what to expect from my kids (laughs) (laughs) the second one is easy listening and a good laugh answers to everything a mum needs to know Thanks, guys. Thanks for reviewing. So remember to maybe pause this and stop and review or send yourself an email review podcast after listening because I do a lot of that. Do you do that, Michelle, where you send yourself emails to remind yourself of stuff? Oh, yeah, no, alarms. (laughs) I set my alarm constantly. I I used to have a podcaster who would do that. She was a dog influencer, actually. She's really cool if you want to look her up. Taylor Wheeler. So if you've ever got like problems with your dog, she's a dog trainer. Oh, yeah. yeah, she would come into the studio. Every 10 minutes was an alarm for something. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm the same. I think, oh, no, I'm going to forget that. So I'll just put an alarm on that. And, and does then, it work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always 10 minutes before I'm supposed to leave. Or <laughs> i got four kids. <laughs> I'm out of business. <laughs> we were just talking about our four kids. And, you know, some of those times we've had like those awkward times to do with stuff and I was saying when I used to be on the radio I was saying to Michelle that there was a time where I went into a service station once and there was a massive big queue and I got to the front and the lady said oh Sarge because I used to be called Sarge on the radio she goes oh it's so good to see that you've finally lost your baby weight and everyone's staring at me in the service station I thought oh and just before I was thinking what are one of the great things about not being on radio anymore is having someone comment on you or just they'll comment on something or troll you on social media and that sort of stuff. Yeah. You don't yeah. get that as much in podcast land. What about you, Michelle? You were saying you had an awkward moment at a barbecue once. Oh, yeah. I'd had my fourth child. Oh, my anyway. God. That's awkward oh. enough. <laughs> the bod. The bod. When you found out you were pregnant with your fourth. Oh, my God. What oh. were you doing? So, I decided to lose a heap of weight and, I, oh, man, I was looking good. Anyway, so I decided I'd go into the raw challenge. And, oh. and for people out there who don't the know, what's, what is that? It's an obstacle course. It's yep. around eight kilometres, but I was just feeling great. Is that like, the climbing the walls yeah. and under them? Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. God. You climb walls, you go in dirty water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like my worst <laughs> No, actually, my partner has a farm and we do a lot of that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so I thought, oh, I'm not going to do just one lap. I'm going <laughs> to do two. So 16 kilometres. No, I did the first Don't eight kilometres. And then, no, 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 <laughs> no. No. Anyway, so I did the 16 kilometres. So I did the eight, then did the, the, another lap. And then I got to the end of it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't feel well. Joel, go and get me a banana. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a mum response, like, get me a banana. But they do work, like, especially if your kid's clogged up. If your kid ever has the runs, shove them full of banana, potatoes and bread and it will sort the bum out. (laughs) But apart from that, it wasn't – the banana wasn't going to fix your problem. Well, look – The banana got you into your first problem in the first place. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bananas had to go. But then, because I hadn't had carbs for like 
18 months. Like I was so good. I was, you know, I was I was carb free. I was running yeah. 10 kilometers a day. <laughs> oh I my was, god. You know, cuz I just had twins and I wanted to oh shed all this weight. And I did. I dropped about 10 kilos. So I hadn't had carbs. And then we went back to the campsite and I literally sat there and ate a whole loaf of bread. <laughs> I shit you not. A whole loaf of bread. <laughs> you wouldn't husband. have been shitting after that. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened? What was the upshoot of that? Why were we feeling sick? Oh, it'd be, I just think my body just, it needed it so bad. That, you were that. pregnant though, weren't you? Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, sorry. <laughs> that was the reason. <laughs> I'm like, what? Did I eat that whole loaf so of bread? So another one. Yeah. Number four. We'll blame that banana. I was like 10 weeks pregnant <sighs> and I didn't even know. Just getting back into work. Actually, yeah. just quickly, you're talking your business, NCR Blinds. Yeah. And we've talked before on the podcast about some of the good things to come out of lockdown and all that sort of stuff and yeah. COVID if there is a silver lining. Yeah. One of the things I've noticed in life is people have taken that pause, so to speak, mm. and they've they've calmed their lives down a little bit and yeah. therefore they can, you know, enjoy their loved ones a little bit more and some stuff like that. Yeah. You've noticed in your business that people have sort of been hesitant to jump back on the hamster wheel as much. Oh, yeah. 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 So, and look, if, if anything, people are home now. So, yeah. where we always used to have to make sure, you know, even if you're running 10 minutes late to yeah. an appointment, you'd be, you know, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, yeah. I'm down on bending. I know you're doing this in your lunch break and yeah. I'll only be half an hour, you know, even though we've sort of told them that we'd be an hour, I'm thinking, yeah. well, if you've only got 15 minutes, like, yeah. you knew that we were going to be here for an hour anyway. So. Michelle needs to use her hands. I'm like, what Ooh. do you do? And she yeah. goes, oh, I use my hands. I tell them where the blinds are going to oh, go. Oh, they do. They know. They just, like, just from my hands, you know, like I show them about 12 mil like this and I'm sure sure everyone can um, understand what I'm doing right now, Mel, you know, like and your curtains are going to switch to that side and it's just going to look great. But you were since COVID, people have been a little bit cooler mm. around that stuff. Mm. They're home more and they're yeah. a bit more relaxed. Bit more Take relaxed. time for you. Yeah, because they're yeah. literally just coming off their kitchen table mm. and meeting me at the front door. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's sort of home and relaxed. And, yeah. you know, I don't have to be so... Um, Rigid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it stresses you out doing your job as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so cool. I sort of get a good flow with the day, you know. Mm. It's yeah, nice it's that good. people have calmed down a little bit. I think so too. To be honest. It's Probably sort of not. like when you get a doctor in the room. Do you guys ever do that? Or you're at a party and there's a lawyer there and you bail them up in the corner. <laughs> I'm doing this to you right now. So what's the best thing to do? Because so many people have those shutter yeah. blinds at home, like in the bedroom yeah. and stuff, but they want like, I yeah. find that I want block out. I don't want any light in there. So, yeah, is yeah. the best thing to put a block out blind over the top of that or just get rid of it altogether? Well, you can do either or. So, what's really common at the moment is that, you know, you'd have your beautiful soft sheer because, you know, we're in Newcastle. We're coastal. Oh, so, yeah. They look amazing, oh, those ones. The S-fold shears. Oh, don't even get me started. Yeah. Don't even get me started. bit They're like a photo shoot. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. So, nice and coastal. And then we can either put a block out curtain liner behind that. Oh, okay. And then oh, so then you can just have the sheer and yeah, put the block out there, and then oh. you go, uh, and then see Mel. Uh, I go to the core. <laughs> I go to the side of the. I think I'm going to get you to do this in my house, <laughs> just so we can show everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. and I say, okay, morning, open, mm-hmm. go to the court, night time. Mm-hmm. 
close. close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And anyone who has had me at an appointment know that my hands are just like they're everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> Don't smack them on the podcast desk. It's going to make a noise. Coming up next, no bullshit, it's breast cancer. You're going to hear about Michelle's journey. NCR Blinds and NHM Newcastle Hunter Mamas are proud to support the Hunter Breast Cancer Foundation. They are a Newcastle Hunter-based and founded not-for-profit organisation and they raise much-needed funds to provide information and support for women and men diagnosed with or being treated for breast cancer in the hunter and for their families. The foundation is unique. All the money raised is used to support women, men and their families of Newcastle and the hunter region only. Check them out, hbcf.org.au. NCR blinds are custom blinds, curtains and shutters. In Newcastle, New South Wales, they are one of the most trusted specialists in domestic and commercial curtains, blinds and shutters in Newcastle and the hunter region. With over a century of combined experience in curtain making, they have become a one-stop shop for blinds, curtains and shutters for Newcastle residents and business owners. They strive for 100% customer satisfaction as they want you as a forever client. ncrblinds.com.au Michelle Gray from NCR Blinds and she's also supporting Hunter Breast Cancer Foundation with Newcastle Hunter Mamas. We're talking about what it's like when your life hits breast cancer for mm. a mum. And, you know, when you first told me your story, I was blown away. I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. It really made me sort of embodied it because, you know, we always think it's something that can't happen to us. No, no. Yeah, and it was so sobering when I first heard your story. Oh, and really? Yeah. So I Thank think you. it would be, yeah, just to take, you know, learn what it's like and just yeah. walk in someone else's shoes. Yeah. To understand what women go through. You don't always see everything. Never take for granted what people are going through in the background because you don't know from day to day. That's why I'm careful about how I treat people. You know, no one could see what I was going through Mm. because I could cover it up. You know, I remember even walking down the street and I bumped into somebody and just happened to tell them my story, you know, that I I had breast cancer. And um, they go, oh, you don't look like you've got breast cancer. Yeah. And I'm like. Oh, what am I supposed to look like? So take us back to how it all unfolded in your journey so far. Yeah, it was, oh God. And we know this must be a lot for you too because every time you go back. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So because it's nearly been two years now. Mm. So yeah, so 2020 and I just felt a small lump. I had had signs 12 months before that maybe my breasts were feeling quite sore because they're quite dense. So that's a sign to watch out for? Yeah, I think so. What does it feel like? Does it feel like like mastitis or something like similar? Yeah, and I'd always had really bad mastitis with all my pregnancies. Okay, and they've been a few yeah <laughs> sorry <babe. laughs> and after twins well <laughs> you should have seen them <laughs> the milk machine <laughs> yeah. sponsored to you by nestle <laughs> but yeah see the heads. <laughs> <laughs> twins heads <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so i had sort of felt a small lump one night and okay. had thought you get, oh. do you do get lumps in your breast well yeah I what, did what's, have what's normal yeah you know what does a normal well, breast feel like really well yeah. I know and now that I don't have breast cancer yeah. and I do still have my right breast it feels a lot softer yeah, than right. what they used to oh, because okay. they used to feel really quite lumpy 
okay. yeah, and dense. So really? I suppose I can only talk about the difference from yeah. pre Your, and post. Yes, yeah. yeah. So it's 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 yeah, it's fascinating, really. Yeah, yeah and that's what it, yeah. people should mm. be looking for if yeah. they. Yeah, I think so. Definitely get it checked out. It's amazing that is it over forty? It's encouraged to go and get checked 50. out. Over fifty, really. Yeah. Wow, that seems really too late. Yeah. considering all the stories well, I've heard. They, I did ask the doctor that and um, she did say that it's because they don't want to expose women to MRIs and okay. ultrasound too early yeah, because right. they've also got to think about that because yeah. I was like, you know, like all us young, young ladies. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and got told I was not actually that young. Oh. So it's like when that? you get Remember? pregnant and they go, <laughs> geriatric pregnancy <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm 30-something. <laughs> But then That's seven right. years into having the baby, I'm like, it probably was a geriatric pregnancy. I'm pretty bloody tired. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 31, I was oh, done. God. Oh, my God. Oh, I might it um, in my mid to late 30s and just yeah. a little bit of a skate to the side. Honestly, like I can understand. Like I know there's so much talk around that you can get pregnant and people – you know, can fall pregnant in their forties yeah. and stuff like that. But the amount of energy needed oh. um, and the mental capacity for a baby, like in your forties, I think would be really oh, hard yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, really hard. Mm. I, I couldn't do it. I mean, I'm forty. No, I couldn't I'm do Forty-one it. now. And no. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. No. 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 So it is. That's a good warning sign, oh, maybe yeah. as well. So you went to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I just thought, oh look, it had actually given me some grief that night. Okay. So I I couldn't sleep because oh. it was agitating me that mm. much. The lump. Um, and I later found out that I was quite lucky that I did get the lump because DCIS often doesn't rear its ugly head. So. Oh my yeah. Gosh. So tell us about that a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, yeah. So my cancer wasn't an aggressive cancer, yeah. but it was a big tumour. Yeah, so, and it was DCIS, ductal carcinoma. Okay. So, look, often they say, yeah, there's no signs or symptoms. I didn't even get this from my mama. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. I had. Because there is a lot of. I know women who mm. actually have had their breasts taken off. In mm. their 30s, post that because their mother had breast cancer and the doctor pretty much said, you're going to get it if you don't get your breast removed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got that hereditary gene. Yeah, yeah. But mine... But you don't have to have it. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd had no family history. Wow. Um, I was fit and healthy. Yeah, I was course. young. Yeah. So you can imagine, you know, even when I was getting the biopsy, you know, because you sort of go down the line, you get yeah. the ultrasound, you get the mammogram, and then you go down and get the biopsy, and you're yeah. thinking, oh, oh, oh. This is going down the line. This, thinking, is, going, yeah. this is going yeah. a bit too far, but I'm very naive. I'm mm. I would know. say I'm similar like that, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, oh, no, and we're just both being sort extra of opti- careful. Optimistic you know? sort of people. Yeah, too. very. Yeah, yeah, very. Just, oh, this is not going to be me, you yeah. know. They're just being really careful. Yeah, and I'm sure there's so many women like that mm. out there. Mm. Mm. So it was, yeah, it was, it was a huge shock. Huge, huge. A just world to know that, that it can be every woman, you know, that it's not yeah. something that's hereditary. Yeah, and a world I didn't even know about. Yeah. I didn't really, mm. you know, like breast cancers, you know, was not even a thing that I'd even really been known. Like, you know, yeah. you hear of people getting breast cancer, yeah. but yeah, like yeah. I didn't think that it was going to be my world. I didn't 
sister world I didn't even know. And so what happened when you got the diagnosis and, oh, gosh, mentally. And you've got all your children, let's not forget, and you work at NCR. Like the the actual – because I was even thinking about this today Mm. and I've been thinking about, you know, your story and stuff Mm. like that. And I often have such mentally challenging circumstances every Mm. day through the hours and just think – Fuck me! Like yeah. I think this yeah. is so this is know. so hard. Yeah. You know, making the money, raising the children, yeah, doing like all of the things, and then wanting the gold medal. I always say, I think sometimes we're mm. trying to get the gold medal, mm. and do we ever get the gold medal? Like, do do our kids care? Like, you know, I mean, uh, we try and do so much yeah. in a day as a mother, of course, and you're not going to get gold medal wrapped around your neck so you know you got to work out go easy I think on I yourself a little bit yeah, yeah I think I certainly through my journey have worked out that you know just what is priority and mm. um you know I don't if need, you jump forward now strive. which isn't you, you know that's mm. we're not up to there but yeah. yeah when you come out the other side what is mm. priority and how do you look different from how you used to look of wanting to get the gold medal for oh, example oh yeah yeah so it's so funny because it, there's not much in my life that i think oh that's so bad oh if i don't do that today or if i haven't achieved that or if i haven't done this i think oh that's so controllable now yeah I can control that. Yeah. That, that's that, not a big deal. No. Yeah. No. Like you can control so many things in yeah. your day. And you can go with the flow and things can fall away and everything yeah, can like still that's be okay. Not devastating. No. Yeah. Because you've seen what devastating. I can is. work that out. Yeah. I've got so much time. Mm. <laughs> what did it look like? You know, I you talked mm. about it when I heard your story for the first time of mm. your husband being at Bunnings. When you got the news, just yeah. thinking, oh, my God, that's so relatable, isn't it? Your husband being in Bunnings. <laughs> my husband was never around whenever I got results oh. or like it was, yeah. So when, because it was COVID, right? So mm. I couldn't go in to see Dr. Shanta. Oh. Um, she had to call. So because oh. um, they were really limiting, yeah. like people in the in the consult yeah. rooms in the clinic. That would have been harder too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and especially like it was on a Saturday and I got this phone, like, you know, this number pops up. Do you still have things around getting phone calls from people? Does that? Yeah. Yeah, I could yeah. imagine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or walking into Gateshead Breast Cancer Clinics. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, like any kind of appointment. I think, yeah, you know, you're on that loop of, oh, what's the results going to be like? Yeah. You know? But, yeah, like she rang me and, you know, had to tell me the news over the phone. And she, like I said, she said, oh, you know, have you got anyone with you? And, um, you know, I'm not getting off this phone, Michelle. Like, you know, oh we've, God, we've found carcinoma oh. in, your, in, your, in your cells. And I went into like an instant shake like mm. I've never felt that I've never ever had that feeling before and um yeah and then obviously like I was just still trying to stay on the phone and I'm crying and yeah and shaking and I'm I was at the I was on the end of the kitchen bench I remember exactly I could like picture it right now and she said oh I need to know if you've got somebody you know there and I said 
my fucking husband's just gone to Bunnings. <laughs> like, fucking hell. <laughs> oh God. And I'm like, oh, I trust him to trust trust him to go to Bunnings like when I get this and she's and then anyway you wouldn't believe it like it was like 10 seconds and he had driven down the street mm. and was parking in that because he's got a really loud car so yeah. you know boys <laughs> so I was Hashtag like oh boys. hang on hang on I think he's a, I think he's just par- I think he's just driven into the driveway so she said okay well I'm gonna get off the phone now are you gonna be okay and I just said I, I don't I don't even know what I said. I just put down that phone Be and so I much sure. bolted, bolted oh. out that front door. I just I remember him opening up the car door. I was hysterical. I just I was hyperventilating. I couldn't even get any words out. What I, flashed before your eyes when you heard? Oh, that I was dead. Yeah, I mean I had cancer. Like you just think I'm gone. Wow. Yeah. And what did your journey look like from that moment? It's been well, two years now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been ups and downs, like mm. the roller coaster, the, you know, one minute you're, you're fine, you've got this, you know, always, you know, had this thing, you know, big man, you're not going to get me. Yeah. You're not going to get me today, mm. you know. You haven't got me. You Did know. you get sick through the process with your treatment? No, because okay. I was lucky enough that I didn't have to have radio or chemo. Okay. But my actual or what had had to happen was because my tumour was so big, it was more than half my breast size. Wow. So, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, it was huge. It was like it was 10 centimetres. And if I had my hand, if you could. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like that's pretty big, 10 centimetres, you know, in the volume of that. So, you know, it was highly recommended that I got rid of my breast so Mm. that it all had to go. So mine was pretty radical. Like I had to, in a very short amount of time, come to terms come with to that. terms with the fact that I was your well, body was going to change. Forever. It was going to miss an yeah. all. Or- it was going to have a like my organ. One of my organs was gone. Like yeah. it's am- gone. It's like and an as a amputee. woman, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I just remember always like for that two weeks because it was a really quick process. Yeah, um, doctors were really really good because I suppose even though my breast cancer wasn't invasive as far as they knew. It was a um, huge tumour. Yeah, it was a huge tumour and I suppose they didn't 100% know how far it had travelled even though um, it wasn't an aggressive cancer. Mm. So we still had to then go through the whole, okay, has it spread to the lymph nodes? Yeah, and and all of that. So and that's that's a different, that's a totally different path and journey that I had to go on um, waiting on those results as well. So, yeah. And how did did it affect you, you know, because you just said – you you're at the helm of NCR like you're also important yeah. in your business like all yeah. of your kids yeah because the thing is working with Hunter Breast Cancer Foundation which mm. you're so passionate about now helping mm. them out yeah the life doesn't stop for cancer and as we've no. discussed it doesn't discriminate a woman's no a woman's like as role as a mother yeah. and often a breadwinner too these days yeah, yeah. is just like yeah. who else is there to do that no and that was the biggest thing for me. I had to, like, because we were talking about how, you know, um, husbands and, you know, and how they cope with all yeah. of that. You know, my husband's very systematic, wants everything on a, on a spreadsheet. And, you know, yeah. I've always told him, I'm never going to fit into your spreadsheet, honey. <laughs> You're so creative. <laughs> 
very different. <laughs> yeah. But that's the yin and the yang. Yeah, know? that's yeah. right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I suppose in a sense I'm a huge part of the business and, and was at that time. Yeah, of so, course. oh, my God, like how do you step back? How do you not – take emails because you're not well and I was I'm I'm always so on top of things I know the importance of customer service and family-owned business and and that at the end of the day is your livelihood providing for your kids and yeah 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 and I'm curtain lady like (laughs) you know I'm Newcastle's curtain lady so you know it's important I'm passionate about that and you know, to have to kind of just, you know, put all that on the back burner. But, you know, I mean, I my team stepped up. My team, the NCR team just, just stepped up and it's That's amazing. the importance of having good people behind mm. you too. Oh, you yeah. Know. We're very picky with our crew. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And everything, you know, the business went okay. You were saying it went okay. <laughs> yeah, it went <laughs> really well actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I said it could have been the time because oh, my during the time dead. when you were sick, a lot yeah. of people were doing renovations. Yeah. <laughs> and let's not forget who laid the groundwork for your company. Yeah, that's exist. exactly right. Yeah. Like, come on, yeah. you know. <laughs> but it is an indicator that, you know, if you take your foot off the accelerator, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's not going to be the end of the world, especially no. for your health and your family and yeah. yourself. That's right. Yeah, you can. You can, you know um, – Look, and I suppose if you've got good systems in place yeah. um, with your business and Joel and I have worked really, really hard on that yeah. um, over the 10-year period that yeah. we've taken the business on from mum and dad. So, I suppose we just had to let that all, you know. Step into step place. Step into place. Just as you really say that, I go, I've got no systems. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank my God for my husband. I did look at some putting some in. I will put some in. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And so, what does it look like now for you? And oh, yeah, yeah. I suppose like now I'm learning how to get off that loop of is breast cancer going to come back? Because mm. it's a loop, so and you would still have so many triggers and the trauma from yeah, everything that's yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So you know, not only did I have to bubble wrap myself because it was COVID and I'd had cancer. So I had the... You were alienated from oh, friends. Not, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Your like, support network. Yeah. Even my husband and my kids. So my husband used to have to strip off, like even the kids, they would have to strip off their clothes and go and have showers regularly. And, you know, when they'd come through the door because I just, I couldn't catch COVID because it was going to set me back. Yeah. It would set back operations and, yes. you know, because it took three operations to get me cancer free. So. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just an interesting world, and it's it's interesting because when the second lockdown happened, like about a year la- later, I thought that I was going to get cancer again. Oh. So I'd related the two. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I put myself back into lockdown, and yeah. I didn't need to. Mm. So yeah, interesting. So you've got to be really mindful around that sort of stuff when yeah. your states of mind. It's a trigger, yeah. It's yeah. a huge trigger, yeah. So yeah, it was a big double whammy, mm. cancer and COVID at the same time. And how did your kids, how were they affected through the journey and how, how are they now? What, how do your relationships look different with your children? The one that it impacted on the most was one of my twins, Chloe, because she was 12 at the time. She was in year six and she did the whole head shave. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, and she's you know, incredible. Yeah, what a strong girl. Yeah, and she's she's like she's a doll. My my twelve year old. She's a cheer. You know, she's into the cheer and yeah. and all of that. And just to go and shave your head when you need your hair for cheer comps, yeah. and you know, I'm like, are you sure you want to do this? You know, and she's like, she was, but that I think that was her way of dealing. expressing yeah. and dealing and showing yeah. me that you know she wanted to feel my pain. Like, she was there for you. Yeah, that she was there for me. So she was probably the biggest one that got impacted. That's pretty beautiful, that. though. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. She raised five thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah, she well did done, really Chloe. well. Yeah. yeah. No, she's my little princess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's beautiful. Well, yeah. thank you for sharing your story today. That's all right. And we hope that through this process of yeah. NCR and NHM and Hunter Breast Cancer Foundation that we can make a difference too. Oh, me too. Yeah. And yeah. we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thanks for Podcaster. having me. Podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Please rate and review wherever you listen. I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify and NHM Newcastle Hunter